0: ourselves. Anyway, guys, we got to do a show right Right now. now? Yeah, let's buckle (laughs) up here. Let's let's focus in here. It's going to start any second. What is everybody? Welcome to the DMBA. show. Let's go. Also known as the DMVN Nuggets podcast, presented by DET365, Never Ordinary. Today, pretty ordinary. I would say. Yeah. This show is going to be a pretty ordinary one because we're going to talk
1: about the Denver Nuggets
0: going to give a little hangover takes. There's a new straw poll, guys. Are you guys still into the straw poll? As the straw poll comes You know on. me
1: as the only one who cares about the MVP on this
2: show. Oh, I'm I, so into it. Uh, you I couldn't your, wait. You and your and your cohorts, is that the word? Yeah, yeah. You guys single-handedly ruined the MVP You award. and your ilk. <laughs> so. uh, you're kind. Uh, this is getting weird. Uh, false nadirs. Are we
0: in a little false nadir? <laughs> Our favorite word of the show. A
3: Fa fe- fe- deer.
0: A fa fe- We're going to talk about the top five false in the deers of the Yokochera. <laughs> God, our show's the best. We're going to talk about buyout candidates. As unlikely as it may be, maybe it's guys that are going to end up on the other teams. So we'll talk about that, and then of course the race for the one seed in the Western Conference is heating up with an incredible game last night. To help me talk about all of those things, the man who walked here, and we'll let you know about it every day.
2: Brendan, vote. Jokes on you. I know I did walk here. I did. It was nice, nice day for a walk. Sun peeking out, fellas. I know it's only the thirteenth, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Knock on wood. It's been a good little winter. a good I little, don't little winter. A lot of
0: sunshine this winter so far. Knock on wood. Uh, over here, I got D-Line Co. Uh Just
3: FYI, when it's uh, warm during the winter, that's actually very bad. Oh,
0: <laughs> here's talking about for the, like the global yeah. environment. I don't. know. Right. I'm kids. talking about for what I dress and like, you know, what I'm wearing. T-shirt.
3: I mean, you're not wearing wearing a t shirt. Um, Yeah, you're right. Let it burn. Burn, baby, burn. (laughs) Let it
0: burn. Uh, And then he's back, ladies and gentlemen. The man
1: with the wind in his hair,
0: Harrison
3: I am
1: back just admiring this uh, official. Can you believe it? 361 Nikola Jokic shoe here. What size do you wear? Uh, 11. Uh, What are these? Too too bad,
0: man. 10 and a half. Otherwise, I'd say you could take them. Uh, What? (laughs) 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 I can probably squeeze into a pair no, of 10 and half. a half. not pair like that, man. You don't want to do that. Oh,
3: by the way, Harrison, when you leave today, uh, feel free to take Adam's car. Oh, <laughs> No, I gave that away last year.
0: Oh, I got to give good. it to you. You are good in so many ways at this job, but none more so than picking when to take vacations. You do it remarkably well. You must have looked at the calendar. You saw these losses coming and you said, "Fellas, little extended weekend."
1: But you did watch. So we got to get your take, man. The nuggets got blown out in two games. <sighs> well, now I'm a little upset that I took the vacation because if I didn't, I would have been here to talk Nuggets fans off the ledge.
0: Yeah, that was a losing battle. That was not—you weren't <laughs> going to succeed at that. I oh, dude, they weren't on the ledge. They had leapt.
1: They, they had already leapt. jumped.
3: Yeah, you so were just it screaming. Was a they would have cause. just pulled you <laughs> with them, bro. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> like talking Wiley Coyote off the ledge. <laughs> anvil is that, falling that, on his head that
0: you know? actually is the the challenge is you try to talk nuggets fans off the ledge and they try to push you off the ledge yeah, it's like it's like
1: don't stand between them and the ledge you will get pushed off no
0: it's like what they tell you like don't necessarily try to save
3: a drowning child yeah. because <laughs> right. they will take you down yeah. unless you're properly trained and we are not
2: that's why i always just let the kids drown
3: well, that's why <laughs> that's a philosophy there's a difference between letting them drown and causing them yeah. to drown, just FYI. But, <laughs> oh, okay. but when
0: in all sincerity, the Nuggets, you know, they don't look this bad very often, and when they do, the Knicks, they usually bounce back.
1: They did not bounce back in this one. So what's your take? Well, as a collective fan base, I'm not surprised at the panic, but part of me did think that we were better than this. Part of me did think that coming off a championship and – going through all the narratives that we went through last season would prepare us to not totally freak out at two straight losses, <laughs> two losses in a row. The first time the Nuggets have lost two games in a row since the first week of December. Wow. That's how long it's been. And um I mean, I I saw everything on Twitter. I, I watch your guys' show. If you're looking for a Panic meter reading from me, yeah, on the scale of zero to 10. Yeah, I'm at a zero. Okay, I'm not panicked at all. Yeah, and the context I'm looking at these two losses in is the first loss against the Kings. Yeah, second night of a back to back coming off what was a hard fought, close, intense, emotional night against the Lakers. Yeah, that was draining. I mean, it was draining for. Us, I can only imagine how much it was draining for the players who played. And then you're playing a Sacramento team that plays at a high pace. Deer and Fox, like maybe a top ten player, you don't want to play on the second night of back to back. I think the
0: Kings, the Kings are a t-
1: probably top three team that's toughest
0: on a back to back to play. Right,
1: right. So that loss, not surprising at all. I'm not surprised they got blown out. And then the Bucks, the All Star break is right around the corner. <laughs> I like it
0: and you would have loved our excuse corner we did after
1: (laughs) i mean this is right
0: up there yeah this would have been really good the
1: nuggets looked to me last night like a team that is just checked out right now and ready for the all-star break it seems like that's how they approached the game it seems like that's that's how they played for the majority of that game and um it's frustrating if that's the case it's hard for us to wrap our heads around that kind of thing but Covering this league for as long as we have. That's a very real thing. People look ahead to the all-star break these last couple games before it. And I think that's what Denver did last night in Milwaukee mostly. And then you've got the injuries. Contavious Caldwell Pope's hamstring is bothering him. I have no idea why he played last night. Really dumb, man. You can tell in the first minute of that game, his hamstring was not right. And you got Jamal Murray so banged up, he couldn't even play the second half. Um, Michael Porter, not at 100%. He's been on the injury report. So the schedule, how banged up they are, the all-star break coming up, it's two games. They they lost two in a row for the first time since the first week of December. Um, I thought, Nuggets fans, I thought we were better than this. So
0: what do you say, though, to the people that say, oh, wow, smoke some more copium, clown
1: emoji? In
2: fact, I'll say it if no one else will. What do you say
1: to those people? (laughs) I say to those people, you were probably telling me that same thing this time last year. Right, right. Because last year, the bench sucked. Jeff Green sucks. They have no backup center. Yeah. What is Calvin Booth doing? Why aren't we making any trade deadline trades? Why aren't we adding anything to this roster? And then they did with Reggie Jackson and Thomas Bryan, and those guys didn't play a single important, like, minute. Yeah. Um, it, it, we're in a very similar spot to where we were last year. The thing about
0: following sports... And also
1: the Nuggets, they're one win worse at this point than they were last season.
0: So here's the thing that annoys me a little bit about it, and when you talk about what did we learn from last year collectively or what, ha- what should we have learned, D-line, 29 teams don't win the title. Nothing annoys me more than when an analyst goes out on the limb to predict that the team will not win the title. Bold take! Because it's like, okay, well, the Nuggets have existed for 70 years. They won one title. So, like, the challenge is always tough, and I think you view it through the, well, they're no longer going to win it as if it was ever above 50%. It's always an uphill battle for it, and it's like, yeah. So when you sit back and say the Nuggets will ever, at best, have a 20% chance of winning the title, it feels about where they are. They're just on a little losing streak, but it's gonna be tough. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's uh, to me this is as the same way I felt last night. Like,
0: this is the it just down. sucks,
3: dude. Like, it just sucks. But like, it's um, you do feel like people should be more accustomed to this. But it's just not, like that's just not how sports work. Like, it's just it's, not, it's just anyway. not how they work. And more than anything, like last night, last night felt like it felt terrible. Like it just feels awful. It didn't awful feel good to- at all, man. You're just you feel foolish for watching, for believing, and all this stuff. Um, but then you know, one win goes by, and everything changes. That it's it is just the ebb and the flow of the NBA season. Um, I think that a lot of times, just people are not used to these long form sports. They just even after last year, it just it just takes a different type of person to be able to just sit. Grind through eighty goddamn games, like it's so many games. Some yeah. people aren't built for it, Darn. Yeah, some people aren't built they, for it, but they like, but it's fun. But of I did it. But like, you just have for to. You just have to. Like the 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 old axiom that rings true every season: never too high, never too low. Um, we got that all wrapped up in a bow this week that the lakers game was so ex- it was so awesome dude
0: after that game everybody was like nobody's beaten denver in a five-game series i don't <laughs> care
1: <laughs> then they lose two in a row well, and it's like it's uh, so rewarding. everyone's beating them yeah, yeah. What, what's been really interesting is if you remember last year i don't those closest to the situation us here in denver around the team every day we were much higher on the nuggets than right. everybody nationally was this year it's flipped Everybody nationally is way higher on the Nuggets right? it seems like true. people are locally.
0: Well, nationally, there is a thing of like just chasing the thing that already happened because yeah. it's like safer. No one's going to make fun of you for predicting the thing that happened before to happen again. Right. Whereas if you go out on a
2: limb. Well, yeah. I mean, just some people just do live and die with every game, and that's the same energy that makes them the great people to watch the playoff wins with and to be yeah. in a parade yeah. with right. and to be in this studio. And so, like... I agree with everything you guys said, big picture. I think it was Steve Wynn somewhere in the comments there said, am I worried about the Nuggets? No, but they're teaching me not to care about the regular season.
0: Bro, this has been my frustration this year. I
2: love this complaint. Me too. Because I... Good I, comment, Steve. I don't want... Does the regular season matter? I don't know. I don't know to what extent it does or doesn't. Honestly, I don't know what the true answer yeah. is. I know that I want it to. right. Because right. like the fans yeah. who live and die with every game, totally. I come in here every other game because... I love this shit, and I really like watching it, and I really like caring, and I just, I I don't know, man. I just, if nothing else but for the sake of pride, you want to see more of these athletes compete night in and night out. And and obviously, big picture, the Nuggets are winning a lot of games, and they're competing very hard. But I do get why fans just, two blowouts in a row, where they seem to go, we'll fix this on the other end of the All-Star break. Even if that's valid, it's still disappointing. Yeah. It's yeah. still disappointing.
0: And that's this has been my thing about Murray it's, it's actually been my complaint is like I still have all the confidence in the world that he's going to do exactly what he always does and dominate the playoffs my thing is as a fan it's a it's a shitty thing to sit here and be like that's the price you pay Is you pay all the time and money and energy and emotional investment for 6 months that actually don't matter and they're going to tell you it doesn't matter well, and, and you're like that's the trade-off you have to make and we'll still make it well but also they suck
1: a game and a half out of first place. Yeah, so of course. This would be a different story if they were like, n- right, the six seed. Yeah, just every game was like.
3: But also, if you want to look at this from the other point of view, the larger point of view, it's like good to have salt with your sugar. Like the, Ooh. Uh, you know, the, I like this take. Well, it's true. Like the Golden State Warriors were unbothered for however many years, it looks and they fun, just got though. they just got completely numb to it.
0: Yeah, they
3: they didn't even appreciate how great the team was I mean they just they did but like it just doesn't seep in in the same way it's good to get kicked in the teeth Every now and again, like to just to be like, I
2: agree. I get, have you know, to me like, a lot, first of all?
3: I know. I kick you in the teeth quite often, yeah. very literally. But I'm down it, here. it's just, you just have to be reminded of like, that nothing here is promised. Like, this is a very tenuous proposition. Every night is against world class athletes. You cannot take any of this for granted. Um, and if you, you should like just wallow in the misery if you're going to then. You know, reach the adulation.
1: So yeah, you you can wallow in the misery, and I I think it's even healthy in a sense to to wallow in some misery. It is, but it
3: it is silly. It is it, it very silly though to once the event is over, once the fog has cleared, to still have these like negative feelings and not be able to like be say like all right, like, what is actually happening? But it, right. when, it, when it's, like, you watching that game, like, you should have your hands in your face. Like, you should. Face in your hands absolutely. like I did the
1: entire time. Be like, what is
3: wrong right. with these idiots? I like hate sh- you these You should morons. absolutely
1: do that during the game. But after the game, you should not say Calvin Booth doesn't know what he's doing because he <laughs> didn't sign Royce O'Neal. Well, that <laughs> is, that is, you're right. With you're like, like, you can totally, like, lose yourself in the game. Absolutely. But you still have to keep the main yeah. thing the main thing.
2: Yes. Well, well I get you that. guys know. Well said, guys.
1: I
0: So, again, I like your point too, though, about like, I don't like when people tell fans how to feel because I do think fans are allowed to feel yeah, a million different ways. Like, some fans can be very calm in this moment, some can be pa- panicking. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. fair. You know, I wish he wouldn't tell me to go F myself as often as I Yeah, mean, like, and again. Right,
3: right. Or whatever. More you know than anything, leave, We're
0: here to be told that. More than anything, leave
3: clowns alone. Dude. <laughs> yeah, leave clowns alone. <laughs> it it's really really bad clown, bad right. clowns.
1: clowns.
0: Um, but you know what? There <laughs> right, have let's... been moments throughout the Jokic era, which is the era we've all been covering, the Jokic era, where it has felt like it was over. You might even call it a nadir, but it was a false nadir. We like, would
1: definitely we call it, would, it we a nadir. De- we
0: did call it a nadir, <laughs> yes. where it felt like everything was over, but in fact, it was just the dark before the dawn. So we're going to do a Top 5, Bet365, hey. Never Ordinary, Top 5, False Nadirs. Not a false summit. Wow. A False Nadir. This, is the most this Top 5 this ever. This is the most Top this, 5. Wait, we, this we're going to relive some moments that felt bad, but you know what? They ended up not being as bad as you think. We really, Number 5, Gale.
3: We really mailed this one, and you were no definitely way. just... Great. You definitely just went to top five fate false nadirs online and just copied and pasted. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a real Google job, y, Y2K,
1: was that number one? <laughs> not, not in the history of mankind, <laughs> we're not doing that. Oh. I just that
3: Sorry, right. I'm all
0: right. uh, Y2K <laughs> might have been number one. Tim Conley <laughs> <laughs> leaving. You guys remember how bad it felt. Yes, oh, side I door. do. Devon and was all uh, this. and gotten
3: mad that right for how Like I was in... Fucking, I was very upset, and
0: I still am, and we still are. And look, man, that Timberwolves team keeps getting better. I was better. gonna say oh, one look. slight pushback. Yeah. Not thrilled he we went to Minnesota. I'm not thrilled with it either, but I will say they did win an NBA championship. Yeah, after that this, worked so out. That immediate. Did. I think this belongs <laughs> on those. So won an NBA championship based on the work that Tim Connolly did. I know, but him leaving, he still had already done the work. But that's like, true.
3: We're like they call this a title or bust but this year. is like you take a jump shot and then you get tackled after the shot yeah. has happened. The shot goes in. But you can still be mad that you got tackled. And it's part of the ball.
0: But again, it <laughs> felt... In some ways, like you know, oh, this is falling apart. Of the know, and true. actually, they ended up just inviting Calvin Booth. Maybe even we gave have, them a different thing yeah. that no, maybe they didn't. Need, need, you know? we're,
3: we're need we're going to need larger 2020 uh, vision, much larger perspective to understand. Adam, that. every, I don't, every
0: couple of years we change our <laughs> opinion on that move. It's just like some, you just you
1: can't <laughs> the,
3: analyze things you're in the middle of. Yeah, I think I think the jury's well, still out on won.
1: Calvin Booth after he didn't sign Thad Young. <laughs> 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 the jury's still out. Still out. Uh,
0: number four. <laughs> Get Number em. four, what do we have, Kyle? Spurs game one. This Bruh. is, of course, 2019. The what Nuggets never dear. made the playoffs, and we get into game one, and everybody kept saying, Yoke, that's a regular season player. Wait till they get to the playoffs, he'll get exposed. And guess what happens? The worst team in the playoffs that year, the freaking Spurs, cooked the Nuggets in Denver, just roasted Dude, them.
2: Dude, we didn't even have our bar yet. We were at Redacted in oh. Logo. <laughs> no, you know where I was. Hating no, that, every I, second of that it. That was
3: not that one. That was, that was, uh, oh,
2: you're right. That was team six. I, oh, thank you. Yeah,
3: I, for the first and only time in my life, was gifted through some strange circumstance a, bo- a box, really, and for yourself. I was me and like just a him. bunch of people. <laughs> like, I, I was able to invite a bunch of people because they, I, they couldn't sell it or something. What and I got a box for that, and I was, li- I was, th- it was the fattest I've ever lived, and then I just got.
1: Punched in the face
0: over and over by By Derek
1: White, by Derek White, namely Derek White, just driving right by Jamal Murray every play.
0: just getting cooked in the pick and roll. It was very dark as our first foray into the playoffs. It was like, oh god. Yeah, dude. Then I spent a bunch
3: of time putting a like Derek White slander all over the timeline, and now I feel bad about (laughs) it.
0: Now you feel bad for us. All right, number three. Guys, there's been some false nadirs to you guys over the history. Number three, the last month of 2023. Holy what? smokes. This was never that a, happened. Was that, a, that was a deep, deep nadir. Do they go have good. a switch? Do, do you they, think do they it's have bad now?
1: Yeah. You weren't here for the last month of last season. This does remind <laughs> you a lot of
0: last year where they just kept losing to everybody. And you kept saying, like, all right, guys, enough. Turn it on. They never did. How'd they,
1: until, ever, how'd they ever won a championship, Adam? Until they
0: went to the playoffs, and then they flipped that switch really hard in the other direction. <laughs> they I must can, have
1: had Royce O'Neal Dude, down. how
0: could there be a more falser nadir than that nadir? Well, you'll be surprised to find out that once upon a time, number two, in the bubble, they were down to the Clippers three games to one. Yeah. This one also felt like a pretty bad, like, damn. I remember Not that. in the, the driver's The seat. best part they of this is a real seat. false
2: nadir, because what everyone remembers... Uh, Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of game six. What's the clip of the wives and girlfriends dancing? Yeah. And the broadcast has the scoreboard oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it actually looks even, even worse than yeah. it was. And then they came back and won. <laughs> but odds.
0: that one, of course, was a big nadir to see how are they going to come back from three one two times. But they, while they, the remix was great, the original the is still the best. And we didn't even put game four where they went down 3-1. It really was game three. The all-time nadir of nadirs where it looked like Yoke was the biggest fraud on earth and Gobert was actually the most surprised player. Very bad feeling. Felt like everything was over. But guess what? it really was the dark we're so back, we're it, was, so it, was back. Literally it was so over and
2: now we are so bad it was the only flicker of fraudulence in his entire run yeah but it really in the moment it's just not yeah, in terrible. the moment take yourself back there we all it, felt dude because it. it was at the beginning of the real run we felt a real doubt yeah yeah, yeah dude, you
3: were like oh no yeah we've lied to ourselves and, and how
2: did he finish that series hitting a game winner over Rudy and Go you right
0: know there. what a lot of people told us after that game told you so uh, made that bold prediction that the Nuggets were not winning the championship. A lot of people made that bold prediction at that moment, and they were wrong. Even though they didn't, went out on the world's most sturdy limb, they still fell while we rose. And do you ascended. remember? Do you remember who was
3: the, the held the shovel for our very first dear? Who? Nick Wright. He was trying to. Oh yes. That was the the, the beginning of Fraud City. Everybody was telling us that we were That's a bunch right. of idiots, oh, yeah. and now
0: right. people tell us we're clowns. Everything's changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. On the other side, you guys, the MVP conversation is heating up. What is it? Go. I'm not sure. Dude. As the straw poll came out for the first nah. time since Embiid has been eliminated from you contention, and you'll never believe who came in first. Spoiler: It was Jokic. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned to find out,
1: <laughs> guys. The beer of the month from Breckenridge Brewery. It's the Avalanche. You can get it here at the DNVR bar. You can get it wherever they sell Breckenridge Brewery. I'd say the the real first staple of Breck brew in my mind, the avalanche ale. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Great tasting any time of year, especially this month. You can get it here at the DNVR bar. If you don't know where to get Breck brew, check out their beer locator online, breckbrew.com. Just type in your zip code. Shows you exactly where to get Breckenridge brew. Try out some of our other favorites as well. Mile High City Nuggets, Bronco's Country Pale Ale, Juice Drop IPA. They got Good Company Hard Seltzers as well, if that's more your style. Check out their beer locator, Breckbrew.com, to find a Brew near you
2: pairs nicely with the NBA, which pairs quite nicely with the Bet365 app, where it's never ordinary at Bet365. They don't do ordinary. Every sport, every game, every moment should be epic. You can make it so new customers can choose between two dollars two offers when they open an account at Bet365. Use the code DNVR365 to sign up. Deposit 10 bucks. Get to choose between your bet and get offer or your first bet safety offer. And there are some cool things you're going to see. Pay attention to the dashboard. They got a lot of little Tricks and games and bonuses. <laughs> One of them that I like is the NBA early payout offer. That's a nice. Uh, little occasionally, trick. you'll be able to bet straight up on a money line and get your straight bets paid out or parlay selections marked as winner when your Dude. team goes up by 20 points. That's happened three times already for the Nuggets. I think it's happened some tons for teams playing against gonna the Nuggets. Say, I was going
3: to say, think how sweet that would have been uh, yeah. last night to bet against the Nuggets. So many, <laughs> so many cool
2: ways to uh, play and win with Bet365. You have to be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please do gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Uh, one more thing, one more thing. Uh, can we you bring up uh, our special collaboration? It done is with is. Swatson. The official collaboration. I actually was... Uh, Um, outside the room when P-Watt was having those photos taken, I felt very, very big time. it you was were cool outside the room. Yeah, no, it was just that room
0: in there to cast the shadows. Oh. Uh,
3: well, I do cast quite a large shadow. Uh both <laughs> that both from my, that both, from my was both from my stature and my uh, the size of my body. Yeah. Um, but listen, uh, it was very cool to work with. He's a very awesome guy. Um, he's going to be in Denver for a long time, I believe. So show the man some support and support us
0: at the same time. Let's go. Let's go. Um, guys, Tim Bontemps has been doing the straw poll for a handful of years. Very contentious. Very contentious. But this year, something happened where Joel Embiid missed the first ever games limit, which, by the way, I, everybody was so up in arms about that. He's going to end up missing like 35, 40 well, games. Yeah. Like, no, 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 nobody's I'm talking about it, about it anymore. Uh, yeah.
1: When the rule came out, everybody was in favor of it, if
0: you, Very if you remember.
2: Very in favor of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of games to miss, man.
0: Like, so it's kind of ridiculous. But nonetheless, I digest. If we go back, so now the straw poll comes out and, drum roll. Nikola Jokic dominating the what? poll. He has, first of all, 100 votes. I thought the nuggets were cooked. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> only
0: player to get 100% of the vote. They get interview 100 people. He got them all, and he didn't get any 5th place votes. So he only got 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th votes. And in fact, he only got 3 third and 3 fourth, which tells you that, you know, he has an overwhelming favorite now.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it works, right? The... We'll see how this plays out. Yeah, this is about the time of year where we start to see real movement. Yep, um, as the as the final runs take place. I will say, like I am more into plastic straws that kill turtles than I am the straw pole. More into them is and you like them. more? I prefer plastic straws that kill turtles. Okay. more so than the straw pole. Well, the okay, straw just pole. Just to
2: be clear, it was the problematic angle. Just to be clear, <laughs> I, yeah. don't like yeah. <laughs> I don't like the straw pole. No, no. I
3: don't like the straw pole. It is more pollutant to yeah. the NBA than these straws are to the ocean. Well,
0: so a funny thing, <laughs> the odds in Vegas perfectly match the straw pole results, and I don't think that's a coincidence. So we always see movement on straw pole day. And the fact that they match this, it does tell you that this straw poll has so much you know, influence over it. Now, I should also say that in each of the last two seasons, the player that was number one in the second straw poll, they do it three times, the player that was number one in the second one has lost. Yeah. Mm. The player that has been number two, who in this case is Shea Gildas Alexander, the player that has been two has won. And I got to be honest with you, fellas, I could totally see a repeat trend. Like there's going to be, I think Shea... And Luca are the two names. Luca coming in fourth, Giannis third. I think those are the two names that we're gonna see, like in the back half of the season. People just being like, you know, I kinda like that. It's new. Yep. It's a new team. It's it feels like a story.
2: Yep. I do wonder if this year Suns so far, other narratives. I wonder if seeding is gonna wind up playing a bigger role than it has in some of the more recent MVPs. And to that end, SGA maybe sitting pretty. We'll see how the Thunder and Nuggets finish the season. Luca will need to make a real run, I think. The Mavs will need to make a real run. Luca himself has done many right. MVP caliber things throughout the season, but the Mavs also are poised to like they're at the bottom of the pack, and that's like a they can shoot to the top. It's not a lot of it's not a lot of ground to cover, so. I I haven't ruled Luka out of this thing, but I do think right now it's Yoke and SGA, and I think the seeding might play a big role.
1: I agree. I think Yoke and SGA are in tier one of this conversation, and it's just them two. And honestly, if the Thunder win the West, I think SGA wins MVP. If the Thunder are second in the West, I think Jokic probably wins MVP. Even if the Nuggets are third or fourth? (sighs) Maybe not fourth, but if they're third... I, I could see Jokic still winning it. Um, but if the Thunder win the West, I mean, that that's a great story to go along with his season. Like, number one in the West, the best conference, a, a loaded conference this year. And the Thunder, I mean, have been consistently up there all year long. So I think right now it's between them two. And then, yeah, the next two contenders up are Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, th- those two are next up for sure. And, um I, I do think, though, it is probably Luka or, or sorry, probably SGA or Nikola Jokic.
3: Yeah, see, for me, it's just, I saw this happen to Giannis, where he was in many ways as deserving, or could be argued even more so than um, Jokic when Jokic first won his. MVP, like people don't like giving it to the same guy. This is like when you look. Well, back, you're
1: racist if you do.
3: But this is like when you look back and you're like, why didn't? Lebr- why does LeBron only have this many? Why did Mike? like? Shouldn't yeah. he have been the best? He was the best player every year. But they, they, a- this is a narrative mm-hmm. award more than anything. And I, I've said this for a long time. I really think Luka's going to win. Like I, I just think that they want him to win. Like he's been next up for so long.
0: But why? Look at him. He's fourth. He only have three I know. first first post- Listen, well, I, I, get it. in the West. Too.
3: I, I know. I get it. It's the 8th and the West part. But, it, like, if, if what you're saying the other night, like the Mavericks and the Warriors truly are on an ascension, I believe that that will be something that, like, if they can actually make real movement, um, I think that they – want to give it to Luka more than they want to give it to anybody else. They will give it to SGA if he if they finish first, um, and they will begrudgingly give it to Jokic if he just does what he's been doing and the Nuggets finish at the top or near the top. But I, I,
0: I just think that they there is a desire to give it to Luka. What's tough about Luka and the Mavs is they are eight games back from the four seed. Like, if you have to go on the road in the playoffs, if you're not a top-four seed, uh, to me, historically, that has been a thing that people look at and say, how can you be the MVP if you're not even a top-four seed in your own conference? The Mavs are not going to be a top-four seed. That would be an insane run if they were. If if they are a top-four seed, he's for sure, but they're eight games back. That's like, I don't see that happening. I'm sorry, five games back. Five games back. I I, I misspoke. Five games back. So I don't see that happening. They're going to be, at best, a five-seed and to me, I just wonder if that's going to factor in. I would not mind historical precedent changing. It has changed once for Nikola Jokic, and it was in a season when he was missing his guys. You know, they had a bad team. And Luka- there
1: was also not the top-tier quality right. MVP candidates that there are this year, that season.
0: So I don't mind it because you could make a case, and I would buy it, that Luka has been the most valuable player. You know, like, you can you can make sure. that case. But just historical precedent has had these unwritten guide parameters. Yeah. It
3: just it, all depends. The the momentum moving going into that vote is all that. It,
2: like is, if he if he storms, it's only a game and a half to get the fifth seed, right? So let's say they get the fifth seed, and he's far and away the best player in the NBA. Is that enough?
1: I don't see how you can make the case he's the best player in the NBA. Though. He's oh, just yeah. like, there won't be a consensus. So clearly yeah. not. Right. 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 I mean, I'm honestly, just, he's, but really, he's, he's really that good. was the thing when Jokic 70, won it as a six-seed. He
2: was so clearly, was clearly the best player in and the NBA. No but help, he's got like yeah. he's
3: got the, a couple of those things. He's got a seventy-three-point game, he's got like a like numbers of fifty-point game. It's like he has things that you can point to that then people yeah. will be like, this, I this, this, this.
0: I think that again, it's not my argument. You're telling me if somebody made the argument that he's the best player, it would not be too dissimilar to us making the argument back in 2021 that Jokic was the best. And people would say, Giannis just won. How can you say that? And we were like, yeah, but, right. you know, I think that there are Mavs fans that would make that. I wouldn't buy it, again, right, right. but I do think sure. that it is as fair as the Jokic arguments we were making during his first MVP season. That being said... He does have way more help than
1: Jokic did that year.
0: Yeah, I mean, but also yes, but also at the same time, I don't know, like Tim Hardaway Jr. is third-leading scorer. Kyrie's like, been they, out for, like, the whole uh, year. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah,
1: but at least, like, those guys are on the yeah. team.
0: Um. I, do you think it's going to get toxic, this conversation down the stretch? I don't think so. Think we're over it?
3: Dude, they're, 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 like last year was a culmination of Jokic versus Embiid that had been going on for, for years, years and yep. years. And we don't have that. We don't have that this, versus, this guy versus that guy dynamic in the way that we have in years past. So I don't, I don't think so, but we'll
1: see. In my best Kendrick Perkins voice, can a Canadian win MVP of the NBA? Oh, wow, is that the new one? I'm just, I'm just thinking of what that guy could come up with at this point. Yeah. Oh, but he would. I mean, he'd like SGA for reasons that
3: I won't say out loud.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, no, all kidding aside, though, it's very hard to see it getting as toxic as it did last year because you're can't. right. I mean, Jokic and B that not being the argument immediately makes it less toxic. Totally,
0: And they beat, they were avatars that unwittingly and uh, unfairly avatars for all of these weird social debates that included obviously race and a a million other things where I don't think that is the case anymore. Like once you take him beat out of the equation, I don't think you're going to get that same, you know, this or that team, you know, between the two guys like with Shay or with Giannis. Now, that being said, I do expect Giannis to pick up some momentum down the stretch, especially if they can continue to win and, and they look really good. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I find it interesting. How invested are you in Yoke winning it, though? Because I know we've all disagreed on this, but now that it's right, like his for the
2: taking. I hadn't thought about it till about this month, to be honest. But now I do think he's going to win it. Mm. And I want him to win it. I want him to get a third. Any
0: chance he runs from it?
2: I think there's a chance he doesn't make a push for it. I, don't know about runs. I mean that's like a lock. I, I don't, don't know think about he thinks runs about it. from like I don't think he has to run from being like adjacent to white nationalism this time. You right, know what I mean? Right. So that's cool. Uh, so I don't know if he has to that was a joke. Um, do all that. I don't know if he runs from it, but he's like as we just said, he's definitely not gonna look around and go, Oh, I can take this now. Do you think he runs from it?
3: Um, I think that he approaches this season much like he did last season, where but he ran
0: from it last year. I thought. yeah,
3: I mean, so I guess from that standpoint, no, I don't think he'll run from it. I just because I don't think it will be toxic. Like, yeah. I just think that, like Vote said, he just he won't go for it. Um, do I care if he wins it? Like, I'm on win side. I you know this is um, history. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, legacy stuff, and it does matter, and it would be great, and he does deserve it, and he is incredible, and I would love to bestow him with every honor that is possible to give an an athlete, an NBA player, and a human being. Like, I just want Jokic to be appreciated, and there are things that um, are, you can always not watch him and discount him and say this, that, or the other. But there are then markers that you can't argue with at the end of the day when you're like, this guy was this, that, this, that. like, Those are the the things that fuel those arguments and actually shut them down. So yes, I hope and pray for that reason he does win it but i i personally don't have it in me to fight on his behalf right um even though i i truly believe that he is the mvp every night that he puts sneaker three six one yeah. sneakers on and every goes time on he to laces them up uh yeah but i mean i just but i just also know what this is like the mvp is just it's farcical in so many ways It. but i i mean i wanted to win but i i just I, I but i did i bet on luca the hey, other day
0: here's what i'll say wind and this will put a button on it, or a bow on it, but the straw poll, maybe it's anecdotally, and I've been in meetings and stuff today, so I haven't been as online, but it seems like the straw poll has come and gone quieter than previous ones. Absolutely. So this MVP conversation Good might point. also not ratchet up at any point, even in April, it might just kind of be a little bit more of a talking point segment on TV shows, and that's it.
1: I think you're right. I mean, I haven't seen barely any discussion about this straw poll. And you compare it to the days when the straw poll dropped last year? Yeah. Those were like landmark days for NBA discussion over the last 12 months. And I'm telling you, this is how media works,
0: though. People always ask, like, how is Kendrick Perkins, you know, employed or if so popular, this or that? Well, it was like the top storyline, albeit in the most toxic way, but it really was headlines. And now you have one that doesn't have that, and it's like, Oh, not moving the needle. I'm sure the people at ESPN content were looking at their numbers today going like, damn, man. Yeah. Last year's toxic we
2: conversation. Were bang- we were banking on it.
1: We're down 20% yeah. viewership on NBA straw poll days year over year. I yeah. just realized that wins
2: <laughs> Perkins Canadian take is going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but well, only eight players have won three MVPs. Well, wow. Yeah eight players man it's a big man. deal to join that Russell company. Chamberlain Kareem Moses Malone Bird Magic LeBron Michael
2: that's yeah. it
1: and, and Jokic I, can join that group if he wins it this and year. And I think
2: it's... I mean, look, this is not a hot take to anyone watching this show or on this panel. I think he belongs in that group. So I really want i really want to see the third MVP, actually.
0: All right, let's take a break. On the other side, what's on the docket? Oh, yes! Buyout candidates. Are the Nuggets somehow going to buy out one of their players and then add somebody else? Could it be Danilo Gallinari? Uh, yeah. Oh. Let's stay tuned. Stay tuned. There you
1: go. <laughs> Guys, shout out to our friends over at yes. Red Hawk Roofing. The best denver roofers around they are part of the dnvr team they uh, have decades of experience if you have any roofing needs red hawk roofing they are your go-to free no obligation roof and property inspections free in-depth photo reports for all inspections as well it's hail season oh man i There's hate hail season. you got to worry about your car hail damage well don't worry about your roof be sure you're prepared for hail season make sure your roof is ready to go don't take any chances with that give a call to red hawk roofing they'll make sure you're squared away if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business be sure to check out redhawkroofing.com tell them dnvr sent you
2: there are a lot of financial institutions out there to consider please do consider premier members credit union they're not a bank which means they do things differently like putting their members first with higher savings interest and lower loan rates. When you ride with PMCU, you get local branches, friendly tellers, and the tools you need to save smarter, like their new high-yield savings account, or earn 5% APY on your first $2,000 with a reverse tier. Money market, baby. When you become a new member at PMCU, you'll get $200. That's nice. Might just do that. I could use $200. You just have to open a checking account and sign up for e-statements. It's that easy. This will be your best money move yet. Head to BecomePremier.com to find out more. There you go.
0: All right, we are back. When today you published a story, which I'll admit I have not seen yet. As I mentioned, I've been you gave meetings, me a I've been meetings all day. You? I've been meetings all day. Been meetings all day. But about <laughs> buyout candidates. <laughs> yeah. You know, we are in the time and look. First let's start around the league. You get a buyout candidate in, in uh Bad Young going to the Phoenix Suns. How old is Thad Young? Dude, old yeah, Thad Young was old like five years ago, and yeah, it know. was like he got his last leg. He's still going. He is Thad Young does have he's a little 35. bit of Robert Covington. In it, I, like, it, where it it's a, been like ten years that we've been talking about him as the missing piece. Is it ironic that his name is Thad Young?
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's thirty five. He's thirty five. That yeah. old.
1: That old, dude. Yeah. Well, funny <laughs> enough, Thad Young was on uh, my uh buyout big board this morning. Number five. <laughs> number five. Yeah, he was number five on my Nuggets buyout so big board. So then you surely you must think that this helps the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really think it would help the number of Nuggets, but I had him on there anyway. Uh Thad Young I tried to talk myself into Thad Young. I watched lo- I logged on to the second spectrum. Lo- watched a lot of his possessions. He's not good. <laughs> he's, right. he's not Thad, good anymore. Thad cooked. He can rebound a little bit. He's actually a pretty good passer for a big man, uh, but he has no offensive game. Does not have great touch. I I just don't think he's good anymore. Him being number five on my list, I think shows you how weak the buyout market is this year. Yeah, I, my In, read, every year. My, my read is it's significantly weaker than it was last year. Well,
0: I will say there is a good player though that ended up making a. T- choosing a team spencer dinwiddie going to the la lakers true that guy is the type of player that the nuggets struggle against he is quirky and he seems to rub teammates the wrong way but this is the beauty of a buyout guy you don't have to be around the team that long
2: yeah and it he does feel kind of like not to that last point but kind of like reggie jackson did last year like you're looking at the top of the buyout market. Okay, there's a name you know. There's a guy that could score twenty points. Yeah. There's a guy that could help us. Thirty points. Yeah, forty playing I mean, He has big game potential. Yeah. But I do I do think there's you do always have to stop and remind yourself there's a reason why the buyout guys are on the buyout list. And there's usually a, a long list of answers to that question. And I think with Spencer, like this is a guy who hasn't stuck anywhere. And he makes sense to me as a as a wild card play for a team like the Lakers. Right. But I I do think he's kind of a classic buyout guy. And we have to remind ourselves, we joked that Thad Young was five on your list. That's deep on a buyout list. If you get to five guy, I mean, usually the best guy doesn't help you.
0: Here's the thing, though, about here's how I feel about buyouts. And it actually brings me to Monte Morris. Sometimes a team just needs a very specific thing, and it doesn't matter that the player is not good at everything. It's just they do something. I think Spencer Dinwiddie gives the Lakers shooting, and he gives them another ball handler, which they desperately need. And so to me, I look at it, and I go, and he's actually not bad. I mean, he's been very Spencer Dinwiddie is a good player. Yeah, but he's been bad for the last like two months, but I think he wanted out of Brooklyn, and that was part of it. So I don't know. I look at it, and I go, as far as buyouts go, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is Sadly, about as good as you expect for for the Lakers. I
1: wasn't even like really counting him as the traditional buyout guy, you know, because it was it was obvious like he didn't get traded because he was gonna get bought out and sign with the Lakers.
3: Right. It is it is wild that we do live in a new era where last year we actually were able to get one of the top Oh, we guys. dominated
1: the buyout market last year. It
3: is a wild like that was never even a consideration before yeah. that you would be able to get one of the top buyout guys. They always go to the Lakers, they the Heat or whatever and you know living in this new reality like we like we all like Reggie Jackson, but we did not like him last year. He was not good last right. year. It is a big thing to come to a team Midway through, try to make your mark, try to be impactful enough that you can not only impact the regular season, but be valuable and reliable enough that you can be trusted in big moments. Um, it is a but it is a crazy thing. But, yeah, you just have to remember, like, some, you know, somebody's uh, trash is somebody else's trash also.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that being said, <laughs> let's talk about the Nuggets likeliness to get
1: a buyout guy. The first thing they'd have to do is open up a roster spot. That's hard to do, Wind. So I'll just come out and say it. I don't think the Nuggets are going to be making any additions yeah. on the buyout market. In fact, like from everybody I've talked to, I would be very surprised if they made any moves. I think this is the team the Nuggets are rolling into the playoffs with. I 100% agree.
0: Uh, It is possible if they were to buy somebody out. I just don't think you buy out Vlako Chanchar in large part because he is a usable player. Yes, he's injured, and maybe even at the start of next year is like still coming back from that injury. But the price point on him is so dang cheap that it's so hard to find anybody for his contract, $2.5 million. It's hard to find anybody for that amount of money just to backfill the spot. So to me, I think the Nuggets look at that and are like, hey, man, could we end up playing him? Like five, six, seven hundred minutes next year, even coming back from injury. Absolutely. And if you can get that for two million, you keep it. So are buying there, him out just to be able to, but then have, just to get a guy at the buyout deadline, just I think you would have to really feel good about the guy you were getting and you, also feel really good about this year needing that guy. Are, are there
3: rules against if they were to buy him out, then just reacquire him essentially after the...
0: It's a good question. I thought there was a rule about a player had to play somewhere else, but there might be like a statue of limitations that is just this year. The reason being is like if the Lakers just were like, we're going to buy out Anthony Davis, pay him his full contract, and then re-sign him on a cheaper contract so he gets his full contract... But that allows us to lower our salary cap. That's the reason you wouldn't do that, right? So I think that there are rules about if a team buys you out, you have to like play somewhere else mm. before coming back to them yeah. or, or something like that. Well,
1: and then I think the other most obvious candidate for the Nuggets to cut and open up a roster spot would be Justin Holiday, who, you know, I think Michael Malone really likes actually, yeah. and. Has, like, come into this team and has been a solid voice in the locker room and and is a trusted veteran. And I don't know if you would want to shake that up if you were only, like, marginally upgrading that spot on the roster.
2: Yeah. This is, it feels like a lesson learned last year, right? Not necessarily clearing a roster spot, but... I've been calling them band-aid fixes the last couple of weeks. And I think you get into band-aid fixes when you've got a superstar who you're not sure if he's going to stay. You need this year to be competitive. You don't know what your roster is going to look like two years from now. I'm thinking LeBron and Cleveland, right? And you start making all these band-aid fixes, every asset out the door for anyone that can help us in the next five minutes. And the Nuggets are just not going to take that position with Yo- with Jokic and really this entire starting lineup together. Um, but not, that doesn't mean they're punting on this year. They're just, they're not going to trade assets for a Band-Aid fix when they did that last year and it had no impact. Two years in a row. Think of Thomas Bryant. Yeah, and it's just so, again, it's, it's like, it can be perceived as, oh, they're just not trying or, oh, they're complacent, but I, some teams are more desperate than others and some of these moves around this time of year do need to be looked at as desperate and not savvy. Yeah, just
0: realized I haven't eaten today
3: that's not savvy at all that was really that's so too. desperate
0: um let's everybody wants to know though one of the names you keep seeing on the buyout
1: market danilo gallinari <laughs> our old friend he was number two on my buyout big board <laughs> danilo gallinari good story guys reunited with the nuggets <laughs> i would if, love it if the nuggets had an open roster spot i actually could talk myself into this. same man I was very curious. I was like, does Danilo Gallinari have anything left? Yeah. And then I popped onto YouTube and watched him score 20 points and shoot four or four from three or two weeks ago. And I'm like, he actually might. And um, do you remember the uh, Jeff Green ISO play? That Nuggets loved to run last yeah, year course, on the second yeah. unit. Couldn't you imagine them running that for Daniil Gawinari? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Because I could, and I would actually bet you Gawinari would score more efficiently out of that play than Jeff Green well, did. Well, Jeff
0: Green seemed to never score on it. So that, that, part that, part is possible. that part I can That part I can buy. Malone loved that play because it was a play. Yes. Like, you know, you they would could run that same play for Gallo, man. I'm
1: telling you. You ran it and
0: you got a shot and you didn't get a turnover and it missed. Gallo's yeah, like, you know the, on the, that, b- that. He missed, like a basketball. Shot, missed he the basketball. He would shot. cook
1: that play. But <laughs> when I'm looking at the Nuggets second unit, man, they could really use another shooter. Yeah. They could really use some more spacing. When you've got you know, Jamal Murray getting double teamed yeah. and your outlets, two of your outlets are Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. And then the playoffs, another one of your outlets is going to be Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Man, you would love another capable shooter out there. And Gallo can still shoot it. He can still light it up from three. So, again, I don't think the Nuggets are doing anything based off everything I've heard. What's Bryn Forbes up to? Just kidding. A <laughs> if key. they did have an open roster spot, I could talk myself into Gallo. We
0: should do our all-time. We should have done a Bet365 top mid-season acquisitions of the Jokic chair and like Reggie Jackson's number one. Easy. Just to give you the What's list the bullet, of like dude. how... Oh, Let's, you're right. Aaron Gordon was a trader, right. went it. It's clearly all right. Outside of that, though, outside of Aaron Gordon, because you do have a lot of like Bryn Forbes, and you have a lot of Devin yeah. Harris, and Did you guys see Javale Green Mcgee. Forbes news today, by the way. What was there was news.
2: He, yeah, he, I think they finally remember he he. There was the he domestic abuse. Your, oh, it was domestic abuse. I think he finally got uh, charged. Way to bring that today. down. Oh, I saw. Um, so we I were joking it was about was it.
3: Right. Yeah, dude. Uh, my vibes based analysis. Yeah bring gallo home
0: yeah you personally would love that
3: nothing on earth would make me happier really? i teamo gallo I love that word. Is that, that Spanish? Why,
0: yeah. Why, that, yeah. <laughs>
3: Wait, you know, those are both romance, romance languages. languages. Ah. They, 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 they all originate from the same source.
0: But I don't know. Is it? Is that how you say it in Italian? I yes. actually don't know. It is. Teamo. It's the same one. Not ti I don't know. <laughs> I, Listen, if you say it like that, that's the a difference. Convention, I, whatever,
3: the po- whatever the case. Um, it is ti amo. What an, un- what no. an unbelievable way to just rapid all like yeah. come full circle the nuggets had the yoke greatest much, but dude. things have changed dynamics have changed look yoke, yoke yoke came and in, him it was gallo's didn't, team
1: didn't really get along because gallo was the best player and then yoke was coming up and i think gallinari felt a little type of way about relinquishing saying. right best player on the that's team what i'm saying that was gallo's status team. i mean now so gallo
0: was like reached out to yoke and was like man i was wrong I man i even I, even I, I, I was
1: wrong you give me that game
0: ball, I will sign
3: it this I will time.
1: sign. Can you
0: imagine if he signed it years later? What a story, man. That's what I'm saying. What a story. <laughs> bring Gallo home. <laughs> He's like, yo, bring the ball back out there. <laughs> Bring them. <that laughs> I'm ready. Uh, all right. Let's take a break on the other <laughs> side. Our final segment, which is the one seed. Let's take a look at some odds
1: and ends. You don't want to know who numbers one, three, and four? I, are wait, I want people to nine? read your story. I want people to read okay. your story okay. on okay. the DNDR.com. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Guys, American financing, interest rates have dropped into the fives. It's the lowest they've been in a long time. American financing, their number one goal is to save you money. Save you money. They are saving customers right now an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Everything is expensive right now to eat, take care of your home, to draw everything expensive right now. But if you own a home, call our friends at American Financing, tell them DNBR sent you. Call American Financing today and you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. Ooh. They care about their customers. They're all about customer service. That That's their number one priority. When you talk with American Financing, it doesn't sound like you're talking to like just somebody in a call center somewhere. You're talking to somebody who actually cares about helping you save money. So give them a call, 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to americanfinancing.net slash dnvr. NMLS number 182334, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, APR for rates in the five starts at 6.406%. For well-qualified borrowers, call 303-695-7000 for
2: details about credit costs and terms. you probably don't think much about flooring besides the occasional that doesn't look right or that needs to be fixed luckily our friends at the empire empire today they spend all their time thinking about flooring. they're the best in the business can't beat them on quality service or speed and they've got a neat little philosophy which is about helping you find what you need and not be overwhelmed with thousands of choices or substitute they've got great tools like their virtual floor designer which is a cool way to see how the new floors will look in any space it's easy snap a picture instantly see how new floors will look in your room schedule a free in-home estimate today all listeners can receive 350 dollars off when they use promo code dnvr restrictions apply see empiretodaycom dnvr for details
0: all righty kale we have now, I wrote you in the chat, I don't know if you saw that. Um, we have now uh, 30-ish games to figure out who's going to be the one seed. Last night, the Timberwolves got a huge win over the Clippers. They spanked them, and it was a very interesting game because they spanked them by playing bully ball. The Clippers, Ooh. even though they have their centers, they love their small ball lineup where they get to spread out, Harden goes through the legs like nine times, and then they ISO and they hit these pretty shots. Timberwolves bullied them and said, too small, beat them in the paint, beat them up on the boards, and they get the win. Um, so now they become the one seed. The Clippers fall back, and we're in this tight race. Let's take a look. So you did not have the odds on this one. Let me see. Pull, pull them up. I'll try to pull them up on my phone here. Oh, you do have the odds. Okay, there you go. So the Timberwolves are at 37-16. and 16. The Clippers and the Thunder are at 17 losses. The Nuggets at 18. That's the number I always look at because you can't uh, yep, can't change losses. There on the far right are your Bet365 odds for winning the the conference. It's surprising to me that OKC, worst odds of everyone, even though they have a better record than the Nuggets. And then those are the strengths of schedule. The Nuggets have the easiest. A lot of home games coming up. The Timberwolves have even more. They have 17 home games. I think the Nuggets have 16 home games remaining. The Clippers go on the road a bunch, and the Thunder have a somewhat tougher schedule. You looking at that, though, d line what do you think? What do you think about how this shakes out one through four? (sighs)
3: I mean, you gotta look at the remaining strength of schedule. Like,
1: didn't the Minnesota have like the easiest first half schedule? Yeah. ever. They don't have to play themselves.
0: It's
3: just I it's,
1: hate strength of schedule. But this is meaningful. They, they went like, through this, the tough part. They well this actually
3: won. now at this point actually means something. I yeah. I, I assume I assume that that is. Uh, updated as the teams win and lose. It's they don't yeah, just go yeah. off of the. It's not just set in stone. I mean, I love that for the Denver Nuggets. That to me, if, the Denver Nuggets, um, when they had an easy schedule, uh, you know, like that that really soft stretch of their schedule where they lost to the the Thunder twice, but otherwise ran the table. Like, I, I, I looking at that, like I would bet on the Denver Nuggets. I would absolutely bet
0: on the, on Denver the Nuggets. On the Nuggets is the one seed. I would. Wow. Okay, well, the one thing you have to remember is tiebreaker. So not only are you behind in the standings, two games, but also you got to beat them by three. They do play three times, though. Nuggets-Timberwolves twice in Denver. I'm saying. saying, I like it.
3: What do you think,
2: Vote. That graphic was inspiring. That graphic was inspiring. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to— Second best odds, Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, bit, I think it's because of the schedule, and I think we have yet to see the best of the Denver Nuggets this year for a sustained period. We may not, but I don't know, man. I, I, I feel I feel good about it. I really do. And I think it's – I think they're going to want the 1C, but they're not going to feel tons of pressure. Uh, and so hopefully that manifests in a good way for them. But I, I like their chances. Yeah, for me – I just think that
3: this is a moment, the All-Star break. It is a moment to take stock. uh, It's like the end of the year. It's like Christmas when you sort of like sit, you meet with friends, you take stock of what's important in life, and then you come back, you make a New Year's resolution, you move forward, you change your life forever. This is an opportunity for them to like really reflect on the season as it's happened and what is to come. And the fact that they have... Um, the least amount of resistance moving forward and they know what getting the one seed means for them. They got it last year and they benefited from it greatly. I think that they like as an organization, like understand it will want to get the one seed. The fact that they'll be focused and have the least amount of resistance. Like give me the, give me the nuggets.
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting because if you remember last season, the nuggets locked up the number one seed with a month to go in the season. And that's a big reason why they ended up mailing it in the last month of the year. But that's definitely not going to happen, it seems like, this time around. And I'm curious to see how badly they want the one seed. Because I do agree with part of what you said. Like, the one seed, I do think, was a big reason why they did win the championship. Like, having, and they could have had it, obviously, if they were just a top four, but having home court in every round being dominant at home, and just having home court advantage through the entire Western Conference playoffs. I do think that was important. I do think that was a big thing. But the fact that they're in like a race for it this year, I wonder if they don't place as big of a priority on getting at one seed. And they're more just focused on health right. and being one of the top four seeds. But I think that the Clippers and Nuggets both have,
0: like, real reason to sit and think about injury. Like, yep. you know, they need to be healthy, and they should trust their teams if they get there. Whereas the Timberwolves and the Thunder have a little bit of newness to them. Like, this is our first time, you want to get a one seed. At they have board. the newness
1: and that the Nuggets had, had last, last year. year.
0: And they have a bit of youth to where, again, injuries can happen to anybody, but you're probably a little less concerned about, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, a little less concerned about those things. So that's... So that's something to factor in, but at the same time, man, it is there for the taking, and they do play each other a lot. I like the schedule breaking the way where Denver plays the Timberwolves three more
3: times. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's I mean, it's massive. Did you guys know there's another narrative week coming up? Oh my god, when? Uh, in like three, in two plus weeks. Okay. What are, What is the narrative? Let me hear. It. Let me hear these games. So the narrative
0: is. You you straight, outro music kill. Four
1: straight games on national TV, but it's really five of six games on I national TV. I see it. TV. Okay. This is right after the break. At Golden State. Man, by the way, playing great. <laughs> on ESPN. Got another win last night. That's on a <laughs> Sunday. Britain
3: Marquee game. A team, a team that's given up, Utah. Well, after last night. Uh, before last
0: night. They would have won last night. They would have been right there.
1: <laughs> they traded. They just got rid of a bunch of players. Anyway, off you go, uh, Harrison. Versus Sacramento at home. Man, tough one. Then narrative week really heaps, heats up. Versus Miami, TNT. Second night of a back-to-back. At the Lakers. ABC. <laughs> versus the Suns, yeah. TNT. Versus Boston, man. TNT. Narrative week again. I can't narrative believe week we got another two. one. Oh, God. <laughs> narrative week part two. Can we survive another narrative week? <laughs>
0: probably. We probably can. We're built for this, baby. Nar- the second narrative. Nuggets got Sacramento at home tomorrow, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on an off day. Avalanche up next. They got the Capitals. Can they shut down Ovechkin? Can they get a win? <laughs> a video you of think, the are, of you think the Nuggets are panicking, man. The Avs. In a full-on panic. Uh, their show is up in 15 minutes. Everybody hit that like button for us on the way out. We'll see you on the other side. Go, go. Slap shot.
1: man